This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Cavino and Rich. I'm the smartest man alive. Best of the week. You gotta be kidding me. You guys are dumb. Honestly, how do I deal with you every day? Uh, I don't know. Cavino and Rich. Best of the week. Hold back your excitement. It's like working with a dummy. Cavino and Rich. I heard all about it on the radio. Best of the week. I get into some really awkward conversations with my girlfriend because, Same. and I and I tried to, I tried to explain to her like, I see what you're saying, but you realize that all guys do this. Like you're wrong, and she's like, no, it's just you. And I'm like, it's not just me. If it's just me, fine. That's why we're here to discuss it. But I find it impossible. And she'll say, no, but it's next level. And I'm here to tell you, no, it's the same shit that. I think Rich would do, Spot would do, and okay. most guys would do. She thinks I have, and this is true, an unhealthy relationship with food. I'm not denying that, right? Because I'm like, I, den- I deprive myself and deny myself of all these treats all the time, and I, I want them to scream my name. It's one of the few things. Not denying It's one of the few things, one of the few things that Spot and I completely agree on when it comes to you. Not and denying it's, we feel like you. We feel like you only live on Quest Bars. But that's, that's also <laughs> I, not true. I don't believe you like eat any sort of substance. I don't believe you eat actual food. Not true. That's completely false. Not, I don't think, I've, I've never seen you when outside When I say of, unhealthy, meaning like it's always a constant mental struggle of should I or shouldn't I? You know, is this, is the meat worth the chew? Is the juice worth the squeeze? Is it going to be worth I, it? Am I going to feel bad about it? Like I'm, I'm beating myself up mentally all the time about to me, should I eat that or not? So I, me, I, I, I admit of, that. Uh, to me, there's a list of like five things Steve Cabino eats. Let's, uh, and I want to go over them. Uh, Quest bars, chicharrones, um, beef jerky. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. as far as drinks, you, uh, you either have water yeah. or uh, spike seltzers. <laughs> That's, you know what? I'm not oh, going to deny peanut, that's, peanut butter. Peanut butter on a on a uh, gluten free tortilla. Or those something are like primary that. parts of my <laughs> diet, but those are like my inter inter spursed interspersed meals. Yeah, <laughs> in between my real meal, those are my in betweens. But yeah, like a, a part of my my diet for sure. All those things you mentioned, I love. Now, I'm not denying the unhealthy, you know, obsessive sort of thing that I have when it comes to eating right and i don't look at it that way just for the record other people do i look at it like that's just how i am so when you feel that way it doesn't bother you or weigh you down in any way like oh man i gotta talk to somebody like that's not that's really not (laughs) where my head's at like not even a little i'm not in denial that's just me like man i really want a fucking hamburger but i can't Nah, maybe but I must. But I must. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> like that's just me. So I, I don't dwell on that. Other people pick up on it, and I don't care. That's just how I am. Doesn't bother me. Doesn't phase me. Right. But okay. here's what Jordan has an issue with. Jordan, she's in her twenties. She snacks like nobody's business. Like who cares, right? But she oh. does it in her own way. She doesn't. See, we don't do things in moderation, which is our problem as men, right? You eat. True. You eat by the bag. If you buy a bag of Takis, you're eating that whole bag. If you're buying a, a bag of uh, Sour Jacks, you're eating that whole bag. You're not having a little nibble Dude. here and there. Jordan's good Dude. at a nibble. She'll have a bag of a bag of anything for like a week at a time. You know, like women are better at portion control and self-control. Men are not. Let me tell you. Can I tell you? Jordan. Yeah. And I say this truthfully with respect. Respectfully. She's she's not going to be some fat woman when she gets older. I'm not saying that at all. In fact, Jordan will probably be the in-shape woman her whole life. But I think when you're in your 20s, you you don't totally grasp the idea of how your metabolism is not the same when you're in your 30s or 40s. Like when I was 20-something, I had abs by accident because it was like, hey, like I, you were just thin. I you would don't have, care about was, calories or carbs or anything like, like that. Granted, while I was fat in my 20s, I lost weight in like the mid mid my mid twenties, 
But you can lose weight by giving up McDonald's French fries for a week. And I feel like as I, it was like clockwork. I feel like the second I turned 30, my metabolism like exponentially dropped. Yeah. So uh, because I'm on a constant quest of, of maintaining my vanity, that's why I obsess over these things. I don't feel like I have a problem at all. Like I said, it's just me. That's just how I've always been. It's, it's all I have ever known. So I'm not worried about that. Here's the issue. Was Vanity Smurf gay or just really consumed with his appearance? I thought he was gay. Looking back, he was just consumed with his appearance. Okay, so, Vanity Smurf, your favorite. Yeah. Thought he, but totally, Vanity. Totally thought he was gay. Vanity, bro. Vanity from The Last Dragon. Vanity, was yes. Now, Vanity. The question is this. Jordan thinks that I have a real issue, and I'm like, your, your sample size is skewed. I don't care if your other boyfriends didn't do this. Most guys do. I'm a I, guy. I, I know these things. I don't think this is the truth, but continue. Okay. I don't even know what it is, and She'll I already know it's not most guys. A bag of anything. A bag of anything. Okay. A, a, a sample of anything. And again, she nibbles like a bun, like old baby bunny, and then she puts it back and stores it for later because she's a, a, a hamster. She's a gerbil or a woodland creature who stores her nuts. She's like, yeah, I'll have one and eat the rest. By the way, want to know a fun fact? Sorry to hear that. A squirrel... Loses eighty percent of the nuts it buries. So it's like it's like it's like when your dad would it's like when your dad would put something away and your mom would be like, "Where is it, Stephen?" And he's like, "I don't know, Ted. I've misplaced it." Your dad's a squirrel. You want to know what happens? Trees, <laughs> they plant trees. That's how trees grow. All the nuts they forget. This is what I read somewhere in an article. Yeah, thanks to their forgetfulness, you know. We continue living. So anyway, she stores her food. She keeps that shit. She'll have a box of cereal that lasts like three months. I eat cereal by the box, kind of. Right? Like and in one city? I know I'm not the biggest man, but I'm still a man, so I eat like a man, right? So if she comes to to the couch and she's sitting there crisscross applesauce or her little bag of little nibbles, meh, 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 I'm always like what are you doing? What do you got over there? Right? And she's like, don't worry about it. I'm like, what do you mean don't worry about it? Like, first of all, I'm, I'm sparking conversation. Second of all, I'm interested. Third, yeah. like, what's doing? Why aren't you sharing? What's going on? What's, right? uh, what's, what's, yeah, what's, yeah. what's over there? What you got? She's like, you're always worrying about what I'm eating. And I'm like, and then it turns into, oh, let me get one. She doesn't play by the rules of every dude wants to try it. No matter what it is. She's like, you know what Coca-Cola tastes like. But if I hear, I'm like, what is that? Like immediately, <laughs> immediately. And I know that's annoying, right? Because I, oh, yeah. I come sliding in on my socks. What do you got over What you got? Yeah. What you got? She's yeah. like, mine are Beznaz. And you I'm like, know what yo. peanut butter cups tastes like. Yeah. Yo, let me get one. I'm like, let, yeah, me get one. let me get a bite. She's like, I'm on another level of annoying. I'm like, every guy Wants in on whatever it is. Just a little bit. Just a little. We have raisinets. Yeah, I've had them. Give me a few. And she'll give me. If, they, if anyone is odd in this scenario, for me, it's her. She'll give me like one. And you know, you're like, yeah, good one. Like, she's one. serious. Like, and she's like, yeah, I'm trying to keep you on your diet. And I'm like, you're, you're fucking a cheap ass. You're the worst. She's like, yeah, the worst. You have unhealthy relationships. With food. <laughs> By the way, coming from the guy that gives people half a piece of gum. But no, I, I get what you're saying. But dude, she thinks, all right, so in a nutshell, I'll pose this question and I yep. open it up to you. No matter what she busts out, and I hear that crinkle of the bag going, and the rip and the, the, the crunchiness of the, oh, she's rummaging into something. She comes out. I want to know what it is. I'm like, yo, let me try some of that. Or hook it up. Let me get a sip. Let me get a sip. She thinks, and to me, that's like code of any guy or friend I ever had or anyone in my life. Like, yo, I'm in on this. Here, take a taste. You want a taste? But don't, yo, blah, blah, blah. don't bogart that Dude, shit. Give it back. It's, she it's don't play by that rule. It's equivalent to if there's a guy bouncing a ball or has a football or something, a guy's like, yo, let me see. Wants to see. I get it. I get it 100%. She is so mad. I think, uh, I think get you have. I think you have less willpower than the average guy when it comes to finishing off a whole bag of things real quick. Like I, I'm not good either. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm the guy that takes one or two and puts it away, 
but I've seen you open something and you fucking house it. Like you, you don't have the ability. Like you're the guy that takes oh, a, yeah. a frozen Savage. margarita or a milkshake. You're the guy that takes a frozen margarita or a milkshake and finishes it in like 20 seconds. Like I don't nurse anything. That's for sure. Um, no. I'm not good at that. The expression is, you know, you, you take your time with it. You nurse it. Yeah. Not me. Nuh-uh. I house that shit immediately like a savage. Um, like the man, this is where my inner man really comes out. <laughs> you know? But I'm, I'm, she doesn't play I'm by convinced. the rules of, I'm like, look, every guy, if you're eating a, a, a tasty bag of something, and she's always trying something new, these are new limited edition Arias. And then she'll like bait half and throw the other half away. I'm like, well, give me one. Now. I'm like, give me one. You're so annoying. And I'm like, everybody would want one. No, they wouldn't. I'm like, yes, yeah. every guy it took, it, wants in on that. Every depends. guy. It took every me, guy. It took me, it took a lot of self-control and, and changing, as you said, my relationship with food to avoid wanting everything that my wife is eating because she's a snacker. Yeah. Oh, and then she, here's the, but she accommodates the for that. She, she threw all of that behavior spot in my face. This is like every day, but yesterday, as a matter of fact, and she goes, I'm like, I don't, that's just how I am. That's how every guy, she goes, yeah, that's why when you're on the phone, and this is a big mistake that a lot of people make, she goes, you can't just have a normal conversation. You walk around the house and you just eat everything in sight and don't even realize that. She told me this once. Yeah. yeah. Clearly <laughs> it, bo- do that? Or clearly do you it bothers that? her because yeah. she told me this once. If, I, if I'm like, yeah, yeah, bro, bro. Uh-huh. Like, this is my justification <laughs> of like, oh, I, that thing that I've been eyeing up all day. Oh, that thing I've been avoiding. <laughs> Like, now's my chance to be like, yeah, I don't really give a fuck. By the way, bro, bro, calories don't count while you're doing something else. Subconsciously, it must be secondary to me because I'm on the phone in my zone. So now, like, my subconscious is like, yeah, eat that jerk off. And I eat it. And then, like, by the end of my conversation, I housed all the things that were, like, left in the cupboard. That's why during the ESPN era, she was she was like, yeah, yeah he's getting really chubby. By he the keeps way, eating because he's on the phone all day. Yeah, there's something to be said about that, guys. I can't be the only one. When I'm on the phone, I'm in such a zone, right? Like, especially if it's business. If you're talking business, if I'm talking to Rich, it's usually I'm like, hey, is this why you called? Just kidding, <laughs> just kidding. But if I'm like in a zone of business or something serious or talking about taxes and you know what I'm getting, what was fired, what? I'm in such a zone that I'm just whatever's on the counter, whatever's in the cupboard, I'm eating as we go. But I also like do things like that I don't normally want to do while I'm doing it. Like I'm doing I'm cleaning and shit, you know, because I'm like I'm trying to do two things at once. So watch what you're doing when you're on the phone, because your subconscious, I think, picks up on like shit that your other side of the brain has been wanting to do. Do Do you not believe in like portioning things out? No. Spot. When you go on a strict regimen like you did with your trainer and spent a lot of money for an expert, a guy that got you in the best shape of your life, yeah, yes, but, that makes a lot of sense. But but it was really, like, that was just I, changing. Like once I had a play, like he didn't tell me what to eat every day. He said, this is, this is your target. Fill that target with yeah, what you decide. So by me, by me tracking and knowing what to eat every day, then I just made adjustments and now I've, that's how I eat. I know, but like Spot, you did stuff. You do stuff that bodybuilders and people on extreme diets do. Like you have a fucking scale. Like you weigh your proteins. Like Camino's like that looks like a nice piece of chicken. Like do you think think I'm weighing a portioning? That's portioning. Size your fist. I'm like a little man boy. Burger King hamburger hands. I I, so I, I, I the, need a little uh, more I go than by the hand size of uh, I go by the hand size of uh, Andre the Giant. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll have that. Portion control. Women are great at it, but all guys want a little taste. They want in on the action. A little sip Just of that. Taste. A little like hook that up. I yo, give me a chip. I want a Pringle. What the fuck? And women sometimes they don't. They get mad at you because you're dipping into their stash. It's like it's their fries. And like, yo, I just want one. And they're like, get your own. And um, I get accused all the time. That I'm the only guy, and I'm here to announce, and everyone else uh, posted. I'm not the only guy. All guys no. want in on that. No, the and, other uh, things I agree are are an issue. <laughs> when they say the size of your fist is the protein size you should have, I always assume my hand is in a boxing glove, and that's that's uh that's the size of protein I have. I'm like, oh, the, okay, Bobby, yeah, one of those good. incredible Hulk things that little kids. Yeah, wear. I like yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like so, a like a portion. Think of like a a big chicken breast, right? In a package, like a big breast. 
Yeah. Nice, big, juicy breast. Uh, it's not, it's not <laughs> like a Sophia Beverly breast. Like a, oh my, well, no, that's like I mean a, one popping out the sides. One, yeah. It just like, it can't Sweet. be contained in the package. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah, out one, on one once side. Once you can see from the back. Yeah. It's like back here. It's out here. It's up top. It's like everywhere. That kind of chicken breast. Think of that chicken breast. You should be eating about like a half to a th- two thirds of that. That's a, that's a uh, portion size. Yeah. It's tough, man. It's true. It's so, true. That's about two, um, that. That portion is about. 250 grams of chicken, which is about 50 grams of protein. The crave is real. Rich is on a new regiment because the doctor said so. Can't have sugar. That's how we got here. Uh, I'm yeah. also here to announce that you're a normal Rich, guy if you want in on, on the action every once in a while. Bread is going to be a huge game changer for you because I, I feel like you love bread. Yeah, I could, but no, I could avoid Baby bread more than I could avoid sugar it. spot. I could. Maybe he uh, needs it. No more but tortillas. You know I, like? I, lo- I love the band. Bre- I would have more trouble avoiding the band bread because I love their ballads from the 70s. But I in- know what I actually enjoy. And I know it's still bread and it's not great for you. But the frozen like Ezekiel bread. Oh, I thought I thought you were going to say Bibby Bobkas because I'm like, yeah, no, you have to give those up. When you're rolling out yeah. the dough, you have to give them just up. make sure you do it slow. No, Ezekiel bread is great, but, you know, oh, bread is hard to avoid. But uh, you got to do your best. Yeah. You know, stop being such a savage. And I'm saying that to myself. You know, let's all be better people. Let's not eat with our mouth open. Another pet peeve of Jordan's. That's big. Yeah. You know, I never understood why that's a big deal. Get over yourself, Karen. I mean, Uh, Jordan. I mean, a ton of feedback. So let's read it. Let's take the phone calls. Let's take the messages. Kavino, my wife is the exact same. Pretty sure she still has candy hidden from Christmas. Like she could snack in little portions. Yeah. That's remember when the girls went to Solvang and they bought little treats, right? Jordan, just like a day ago, sat there in her socks, nibbling on something. I'm like, where'd you get that? What's that? What do you got? (laughs) Oh yeah. yeah. Stop. And I'm like, what? Well, I just want to know what it is. She's like, get your, no, you're not having any. And I'm like, what is it? She's like, I got this in Solvang. I'm like, I was like two weeks ago. You still got shit from there? I would have ate that that day. She still had shit from that day. Women are on a whole different level, so they don't understand the sav- the inner savage. You got to you got to change oh, your mindset. Yeah. Yeah. The oh, inner savage. savage. Oh, I feel the inner. Everybody savage. has an inner savage inside. No, like, you could be the most self controlled, you know, guy who's buttoned up, real stiff, real tight. You have an inner savage that when you see that shit, you're like, oh yeah, like. Kristen uh, got these like flight of chocolates, like this chocolate sampler, right? Yeah. Little hearts Ooh, sample, yeah. all little One hearts. Savage. No, that's the thing. There's a, there's like five you know different. I see there's when I two say of I five see. different flavors, right? Yeah. So you know what we do? We say every night we have we each have one. We take out the box. We're like, oh, which one are we gonna have tonight? I see that. <laughs> like it's an Yo. advent. Like it's an advent calendar. Yes. I and eat. we choose it, and we each choose. Maybe we'll choose the same one. Maybe we'll choose a different one. But we each choose one, and then we close the box and put it away. I eat ice cream that's, by that's, the pint, bro. You see, know why? In so rich. I see a pint of ice cream. Rich you know what is I say? a savage. Oh yeah. And then I, at the end, I'm not so proud of myself, but I have a trick where I leave just like a spoonful so Jordan doesn't think I ate the oh, whole Oh, you're pint. that guy. And I put it back. You're so, that guy. So I have more for the next day, but I really finish it in one bite. You well, know, oh, yeah. Because inner yeah, savage is real. Women need to understand. That's the man you signed up for. Don't I think try it's to, easier. Is it oppress the, man, the inner savage? Yes, the inner savage. Don't try. Is, no, oppress or repress? Oppress, right? Don't try to repre- shut it. Repress. You don't repress. want to repress. Yeah. Don't try to repress the inner savage. That's the man you got. Now, I think you could make the argument for two things. It's easier to stick to these things when you're either a paying a lot of money for a trainer or a nutritionist like spot did, or when a doctor tells you, Hey, make this change because those are two like legitimate, like real reasons to do something. So, yeah, the, the sugar thing I think will be harder than the bread. I think you could avoid bread if you want because it's like a little game. Then it becomes a game. Like, oh, can I avoid this? Can I? Can I do good on this? Um, not, not when your wife is nibbling all the time. Here, here's two things. I want to see if any you're you're playing the game of it's not only me. So I'm going to add two things to the it can't only be me. And I guarantee all the guys that are especially dads can relate to this one. My mother-in-law gets mad at me 
for always picking off of Emmy's plate. She's like, stop taking your daughter's food. And like, if yeah. she's got a chicken nugget or mac and cheese and it looks like she's done, you know, Rich, I'll be like, Rich sees those dino nuggets and he, he thinks yeah, to himself, like, oh yeah. Dino and that's the problem. Oh, the savage in me sees a <laughs> scoop of mac and cheese left. Yeah. If your daughter, you wonder if she's going to finish it or not. Oh, yeah. Give me no. Give me no. If Melody has a plate, that's the inner voice. Fucking- Next time you see someone about to not finish, what you're really thinking is, oh yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't think they're going to finish. This is fantastic. <laughs> if if your daughter Melody. Had a little plate, Kavito, of mac and cheese, and you saw that there were two heaping spoonfuls oh, left. Oh, man, heaping spoonfuls. Is that another band from the uh, 70s? I think yeah. it is. The heaping spoonful. That is every dad's job to be like, yeah, of course I'm going to finish off that mac and cheese. And that's that's how that, you those... start putting those extra pounds on for yeah. sure. Yeah, without and, a doubt. And I haven't done this in a while. I'll, I'll pat myself on the back, uh, Barry Harwood style, but this is this – is, quintessential behavior of every guy at one point what, finishing the extra fries on the bottom of the bag. Not, not only finishing everyone else's food, which I've been known for. Have you ever woke up in the middle of the night and actually had like a true ravenous savage moment where like you open something and at like two, three in the morning, you finish what you open. It's like, I'm talking like, disgusting behavior. Like I'm talking two 30 in the morning. Like, Oh, I'm hungry. You go in the kitchen and you're like rummaging through and you're like, Oh, a bag of chips. You fucking tear it open. And you're like, have you ever done that? I don't want to make you feel alone. I was with you up until this, this, this savage moment. This is like next I, level. Like I like haven't done this in a while. I haven't done it in a while, but I've been known to like go to the kitchen in don't the middle of the night. night. You did it last night, don't Yeah, me. I don't do I, I don't wake up and eat and I just don't do that. I can't, no. M- middle of the night, I've been known. I wake up and pee a lot. Yeah, I do a lot. <laughs> I do a lot of that. <laughs> a lot of that. A lot by the way, of that. that's uh, two to three times a night. Uh, by the way, I'm glad I went to the doctor. That's one of the reasons I actually went to the doctor to get blood work to begin with, because I was like, yeah, I'm peeing like two or three times a night sometimes. And the doctor's like, yeah, like you, you drink a lot of coffee and drink a lot of water. It's normal. But yeah, no, it's. Hey, and we're also all 40 or older, guys. Um, but, yeah, I have been known to wake up in the middle of the night and straight up eat a meal at, like, 2.30 in the morning. Like, like well, what do we got here? Want to know the like, most like savage animal. moment, Rich? Because you're entering this zone of you're cutting back on sugars and breads, right? And Eric in Pennsylvania sort of piggybacks what I'm about to say. What happens is, is you deprive your, yourself of all these things, right? And you start feeling good about it, but then pizza night comes around. And you're like, yeah, I mean, I deserve this slice. I mean, what's life without a nice slice, a deep slice? slice. Give me oh. that deep slice of pizza, right? Slice. Give me that slice of pizza. And you have one slice, and it hits you like like euphoria. Like, like when... When, when Martin Lawrence ate that apple pie in, in the movie Life. Was it because it was hot or because it was good? Both. It's so good. You're like, oh. oh. You, just, you can't have just one, two slices. Now, you finish that whole pie pretty much because you've deprived yourself and it hits you so hard Savage. and all the flavor is there. And you're like, I think I, you taste the fucking... You taste... Give me, give me like the most the, the simple ingredient in pizza that most people wouldn't taste by. Yeah, and the salty cheese. The, I don't know the the ro- the, ro- the chunky Roma tomato. You taste that. You're like, oh, is that chunky Roma tomato? And you're like, I gotta have. You finish now. Now you just you're so uncontrollable because now you've opened the gate. The gates are open, and your you inner feel, savage is released. It's like you feel Giuseppe giving you a kiss on yeah, the cheek. Yeah, like you you could taste the ooh, salt from Giuseppe's ooh, fingers. Ooh, I can't help you myself. Feel, you feel Giuseppe grabbing yeah. your cheek. And you feel. Like, his fat Italian sausage fingers. You could taste you f- it. You feel it. Dig it into the dough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like I said, well, so what happens is you've been disciplined all week, all month, or whatever. That pizza there is right there, and you want just. I'll just have just one. No, no, no. You can, that one turns into the whole pie. You can feel like Maria pulling the the mozzarella by hand. You're the most. You ravenous. feel it like you feel it. They feel the ancestors of mm-hmm. your Italian ancestors yeah. just working on this pizza. That's how good it is. 
So <laughs> you're looking around for more crust. You're like, crust. <laughs> you're Pencil, looking for your Pennsylvania. Eat all crumbs. <laughs> Pennsylvania hit us up. And you licked the said, little pizza, uh, the little uh, mini table in the bu- box. What, yeah. You're eating everyone you, else's uh, crust. You're like, you're, like, you're like, that's my crust. I'm like, I don't care. When you are, when you, when you, when you're all in, you're, you're all in on this. Like that's, those are, those are savage moments where you say, all right, if I'm going to eat pizza, fuck it. I'm going to eat pizza. Like that, that's almost like the decision you're, you're making where you're like, all right, I'm going to eat healthy. But when I have pizza, I'm really not going to control myself. Like, like Cavino's the type of guy that'll eat fucking healthy Monday through Friday. And then Saturday, he'll have a whole order of breadsticks, a pizza by himself and like sugary drinks. Like it's all, it's like very all or nothing for Cavino. I'm with you. That's, that's mm-hmm. a very dumb guy mentality. And it's going to taste like, like nothing you've ever tasted before. Now that you've deprived like, yourself Kavino, of Kavino, bread. Can sugar. you truly, can you truly get a pizza? And not like house the whole thing. No, no. And then Jordan, who's again, she, she eats like a woodland creature, like a little Maybe baby, have like a baby like, bunny. Leftovers? And she eats it where she like she's nibbling off bread and throwing it like, away. Like she has her ways to maintain, and they work for her. I get it, but you know, I I can't eat that way. We as men are savages. The end. Like when I make pizza and I cut it, and then there's pizzas left over. I'll convince myself that i'm having a, a smaller piece by cutting it in half i'm like oh, i'll just have half a piece yeah and then the other half a piece is there i'm like eh, i might as well just have the other half a piece because it's small there's, so i end up eating small pieces. so you end up eating like small pieces. but then you're like okay let me cut another half piece and then before you know it, you're, you ate like the rest of the pizza nah, i just had four small, small but you had like i just had eight small pieces eight mini pieces no you had four giant pieces. four giant pieces <laughs> Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. We hope you enjoyed that highlight from our show. Now, if you want to catch our show live every day, video and audio, patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Join us on our new adventure. Patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Again, there's two tiers, one where you could just listen, one where you could listen and watch what we do, plus some extras behind the velvet rope. Either way, we hope you join and we hope you enjoy it. Appreciate you listening. We're Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. So, it's me against nature. It's my morning. What can I tell you? These are the things I notice. You could smirk at them and question my thoughts, and you could wonder why I care, but I'm telling you what I witness. So, last Thursday, I'm walking down the street like John and Fran. And, dude, it was like, it was like this cat was drawn to me. Now, I'm not a big animal guy, so these are rare occurrences. Meow. Stops me in my tracks. It's like that uh, Fisher-Price thing, you pull the string. Meow. The cat goes. Meow. Hey, how you doing, kitty cat? How you doing, kitty cat? What's going on? Yes. Meow. Hey, yeah. what are you doing, little fella? Meow. Dude, and it keeps approaching. You know how most cats Meow. run away because they're weird? And you're like, yeah. pss, pss, you give them the little... Pss, pss, pss. It once in a while they come, but most of the time they're like... Meow, and they, they scammer away. Meow. This one kept coming toward me. Meow, meow. Stopped me. He's like, meow, what's up? Meow. Clearly this cat was speaking to me. I'm not being trippy. I didn't smoke weed. Meow. I don't act in your behavior, and I don't do the things you do. Right? Meow. He was saying, meow, meow. Help me. He was saying to me, Mr. Human, meow. Help. Meow. I swear to God, it was it was meowing at me. This and it stopped at it. my feet. This guy's fucking losing it. He okay. thinks cats are talking. I won't tell my story. This guy thinks cats no, are no, talking. No, no, continue, please. He's trying to communicate with me, bro. This guy I thinks, swear. This guy thinks cats are talking. What's it telling to me? Like, invest in semi. It was fucking telling me that I needed help or something. It was nothing Ooh, like advanced. By the way, don't do that. Yeah, yo. <laughs> it wasn't telling me to, you know, question my my uh, life decisions. Are you sure about the one you're with? <laughs> meow. Just wanted to know. Have you ever thought How's about life? that? <laughs> meow, meow, meow. <laughs> I'm wondering about my uh, my existence here on this planet. Meow. Meow. It was just meowing, but telling me that it needed. It was hungry. Something simple. So anyway, yeah. I stopped at my feet. Be sure it to boil pretty, the water. Like, it yeah. was pretty aggressively trying to get my attention. And I'm like, hey, what's going on, little guy? I'm like, what's up? 
Dude, and get this. It was a kitten, right? Yeah. Not like a tiny baby kitten, but it was clearly a kitten, but it was a bangle. Yeah. So the eye of the Vato was like, yo, this oh. cat's worth like $4,000, man. I saw this cat on Milbank, on which yes. is probably the right. The, the, I saw it scampered around the yes. other day. It had a collar on. Yes. It had a collar Shut on. Up. I was like, Shut your mouth. So, uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. So, see? I saw this cat. Fuck you. And you. And you. My squirrel observations. I watch birds. I watch animals. I had an encounter with a cat. What the fuck do you want from me? These are my stories. I, cont- I, I contemplated trying Shut to uh, wave this, this cat story. down. You this tell is, it. All right. If you thought it was worth it. I'm telling you my story. Don't this be hijacking it. He's telling a story. Story jacker. Because that's my story. So, this cat wanted my help. But yeah. I looked at my clock. And I'm like, fuck, I got to get to spots and do the show. But then it all ran through my brain real quick. I'm like, yeah, but we're our own bosses. And dude, this cat was like, meow. I looked at it again, had a collar, right? And it had its little name tag and a pink heart. I don't know what the name was. I didn't look close enough, but it had a collar on. Oh, why didn't you look? And uh, I think it was Susanna Hoff, in fact. Susanna, it was called. Susanna. Yeah. Get it? It was a bangle. Yeah. Get it? Thanks for playing along. Get it? Um, Get it? <laughs> so it was a meow, oh, meow. Oh, it was a Boomer Esiason. Meow. It was oh Bernie Kozar yep. was the name. No, no, no he was no, a brown. That would be a brown. brown. That would be a brown. I got no, the colors oh, mixed oh, it's, up. It was uh, you met up with Icky Woods. Fantastic. It said Ocho Cinco. So anyway, <laughs> meow. I, I shit you not. The eye of the vato. Everything kicked in. I'm like, yo, this is probably probably worth something. Maybe there's a little fucking prize I can get on this. Or maybe it's just the right thing to do. All these things just crossed my mind. A collar. Had a collar, but it was in the middle of the street. In the middle of the street in LA. And it's a bangle. This is like a $4,000 cat. Easy. These are expensive cats. This isn't some fucking random, you know, house cat. This is, it looks like a a wild lynx. I won't interrupt with my story. Don't worry. But I know the cat you speak of because I've seen it. And this is a beautiful cat beautiful this is not, cat this is not some shitty heathcliff alley cat this is like an award-winning beautiful looks yes. like a fucking mini tiger from yes. the zoo cat. that's what like, a bangle I, is. i've seen it it's got spots and i've had this thought it, it has a beautiful coat There's and some- it wanted my attention it stopped at my feet it stopped me in my tracks to say what's up so i'm like what's going on i'm like i'm looking around for the owner yeah. i look i look i get into my thoughts i'm like yeah, yeah. i could take this cat and just keep it this cat's fucking beautiful cat. I don't even like colors. Yeah, but it has a color. I'm like, hey, yeah, there's a cat here. And I said, sorry, cat. Hey, go back home. And it stood meow. there, meow. And I walked away. Meow. And I told Jordan a story. She thought I was the worst person ever. Because you are. I should have found I am, then you are too. Because she's no, saying I should have found the I owner. Tr- and it would have been a, just as good of a story if I would have read its tag, got the owner, and returned it somehow. Did you at least because shoo it out of the street? I shooed it away, but I didn't know what direction it was supposed to be in. It uh, came to me in the guy. middle of the street. And I had a, you know, it no. just shows to you shows you how much of a priority mm. work is. I had to make it to work. I'm like, sorry, cat. No. Maybe on another hey, listen, day. It just, Goodbye. Meow. Listen, just, just when I thought, meow. just when I thought I was, uh, just thought I, meow. just when I thought you were Guido Doolittle. Meow. Well, what did you do when you saw the cat? You returned it to his I owner? Tried to, I tried, no, I, I tried to meow. get it to come close to me because I would have just called the number on the tag, but it scampered away. It didn't, ha- it didn't love me the way it loved you yeah. apparently. Oh, okay, but, fair. Yeah, I blew it. But, I, but what I've done, I what I've bad. done though, meow. and uh, listen, I'm not going out of my way. I'm not like super good Samaritan, but I absolutely, if I see a dog or a cat or any pet with a collar, I'll stop what I'm doing. There are times where Sarah has stopped the car and pulled over and like, where it was like, come here, come here, come here. And we're like, oh man, I where sometimes the street will be on the, the collar and you're like, oh, that's a block away. Let me call the number and just tell them, yo, maybe their dog got out. Cause know what I think? What? The little kid that might, be the owner of this pet and like or the kid or like, the cat might get killed fucking running through traffic and no but that's what i'm thinking yeah. but my first thought is like imagine if little Susie lost her cat and this cat's gonna get hit by a car or be missing but i could be the one that helps get little Susie her cat back or something that to me i would want someone to do that for me if my dog or, or pet got out so you did kind of make it about you though why because i said i would not i would want to i would want someone to do it for me no you said that isn't you, that you'd be the hero of the day but anyway 
I don't want a reward. I don't think like I don't think like you. I don't think I the Vato like oh, oh reward. I, I thought it. That wasn't my my motivation. I thought like <laughs> this is a valuable cat. This just isn't some ordinary cat. All these things ran through my mind, but I figured as well. You know, when I found the opportunity, that I'd bring it up for the reminder of work could wait. I know. I'm here to admit that I was. I was, I was wrong. I really was. And Jordan got on me about it. And I admitted, like, I felt bad about it. So the reminder here is like, yeah, you know what? Wherever you're on your rush to go could wait. But I justified work and my allergies to cats. I'm like, I'm really like deathly allergic yeah. to cats. And I got to go to work. Sorry, cat. Bye. Yeah, I have, Bye. Uh, I have, uh, I have footage of uh, Kavino on his way to work. Do you? Cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let me see this. What do you got? Do you want to see footage of Kavino on his way to work? I do. Let's go, Shrek. Shrek? There he is. <laughs> yeah, that's oh. exactly what happened. Why I gotta be Shrek, though? Hey, little cat. Yo. Shrek? Oh, come on, donkey. Look at him. Come Happy on. Happy little boots. You know, how many cats can wear boots? Honestly. Was he wearing boots? Oh, let's keep going. No, but it was wearing Crocs. That's so why I was oh. like, fuck you, cat, and your stupid yeah. Crocs. So, you know, I, no, 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 I, I really thought of the careless owner as well. I'm like, how does the owner let this beautiful cat get out of the house? This is a beautiful cat. This isn't some like random, you know, what was the cat's name in those commercials? Morris? Not your yeah. stupid, you know, regular fucking orange cat. Yeah. No, this, this cat eats fresh salmon every day. Yeah, this <laughs> is a beautiful cat. So the reminder here is based on my mistake, I admit it, is yeah, Try to get that cat back or that doggy back. And I know that might be common sense to some, but what took priority to me in that moment was, yeah, hey, cat, sorry, I got bills to pay. Hey, there's a couple outcomes. I just want to go over the outcomes here because yeah. I've been there, done that. And I don't want you to think, I don't want you to think that I'm a captain of all good Samaritans. But keep in mind, just I want you to very much keep in mind that two of my exes. You'd love it, though. Yeah. Two of my exes were fucking animal fanatics. My ex, Kristen, owned a pet grooming shop. It was like an animal rescuer. And Jen, like, does all this volunteering for LA Pet Rescue. So keep in mind, I've dated a few girls that are a bit overboard with this. Yeah. Here's the problem. There's outcomes. Outcome number one. Meow, meow. Roo, roo, get over here. Come on. Boop. Let me read the collar. Oh, you got a number. Yeah, I, I found your dog. Get oh, thank you so here. much. What could I ever do for you? Oh, don't worry. I'm just glad you got your pet back. Boom. And you feel you feel great about Goodbye. yourself when you gave someone their pet back. Don't think I didn't think about it immediately that someone's going to accuse me of trying to steal this cat. I saw other, like, uh, you know, crossers by. Crosser buys? Civilians? Crosser buys. I saw other crosser buys watching me in this moment. And immediately I thought, they're going to think I'm stealing this cat. Fuck right, that. So I'm, not outcome, getting, I'm not getting involved. I would, uh, outcome number one, gentlemen, is you get the pet, back, the pet back to the rightful owner and you feel good about yourself. You did the right thing and you saved possibly this pet's life and it's a great ending. Story number two, which I feel like happens to me the most, is I call the person. They're like, oh, you found my pet? Or you read the collar, you walk the dog to the house because it's only like down the block. And the person so apathetically hardly even thanks you. And you're like, you serious? I just brought your fucking oh, pet back. Wasn't that the person <laughs> across the street from my, my house? Yeah. yeah, I did that. I did that to uh, I did that to the dog that lives across the street from Spot. And the owner was practically like, oh, yeah, yeah, fucking thanks. Just kicking in the yard. Uh, and I felt like the dog looked at me like, I was trying to escape you, idiot. Like, <laughs> And then it dawned on me when I told my daughter the story. She's like, dad, you should have saved them. I'm like, I know, dad made a mistake. But remember, be a better person. Well, that reminds me. I, uh, I was like, uh, but, but hold on. I, I almost saved the cat once. Oh, yeah? Do you care? No. Uh, no. Uh, back east, I remember Kristen and I were away for the weekend. We got back on Sunday night. We were unpacking our car into our apartment, and there was a cat just lingering around the front door, but it was lingering and clinging to us so much that it was walking back and forth with us when we would go outside from the door to the car. Because it wants and your help. Someone, someone was walking by and they're like, oh, you're taking your cat out for a walk? I'm like, we don't know whose cat this is. It's not my cat. But it didn't have but, a collar. <laughs> yeah. But we put out some, some uh, food, you know, we put out a, I put out a can of tuna for it. I put out some water for it, whatever. But I, it's like, you can't just take in a stray cat. You don't know what it's got on it. 
The, was his name Brian Setzer? Yeah, straight cats. Uh, straight, straight cats. I, I, I assumed because there's a guy, there was a guy in our building that had cats. I assumed it was him, and it just wandered off. Anyway, that's but my story. The, the 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 third option, though, Kavino, you didn't let me finish. The oh, third outcome, which my cat story. is the worst one. The third outcome is you stop and do the right thing. Let's say here's what here's where Kavino's thing could have went wrong. Yeah, not that someone not not some stupid shit like oh someone thought I stole it. That's your weird Vato insecurity, dude. It's a it's a really expensive cat. Okay. I'm, all of a sudden, right. I found it and I'm putting it in my bag. People are gonna be like, "What's he up to?" So the third and worst outcome, and I know people could back me up on this. You do the right thing. You stop, you read the collar, you call the number. No one answers. You see the address. It's like a couple blocks away. You even go above and beyond and fuck it. You might even put the stray dog or cat in your car, drive to the place. And then that's like, no one's there. And now your whole day is thrown off because you're like, now what do I do with this dog or cat that, the owner's not here to claim, but what am I going to just throw it back in the street? And be like, yeah, I got to go to Chipotle cat. Like you're, you're taking a chance that you may now have that animal. Yeah. And, uh, I wasn't willing to take that chance. And when I had all these thoughts run through my brain in that moment, oh. you know, after like two and a half minutes of like chilling with this cat, waiting to see if someone came to try to keep it safe. I was like, I got to go to work, man. I got you know fart jokes to tell. I heard there's you, a, a gas shortage. Not in my world. You don't even know. <laughs> you don't even. You don't even know, bro. Because I live this life because I dated like very loving, crazy animal people. You don't know how many times an afternoon or night has been spent like fostering or helping or like housing a stray animal until like the owner emerges like a day later. Yeah. It's like kind hearted, but it is like, Oh my God. eye rolling. Like it's just, come a, on. it's just a reminder. It, it's stating the obvious, but let's be better guys. Right. I made a mistake, but I also uh, stopped a, a violent act with the squirrels this morning by shouting at them. So, oh, I you know, see. I, I, I redeemed myself from the cat thing and um, that's all. Those are my stories of nature. Maybe it's, maybe, your, it's, maybe it's a new segment. Uh, ask yourself Pussy. this. Pussy. What did you do? Yo, Steve, Steve, Steve. You're yeah, a Steve. good man. Yeah, you, you left a, uh, you left a take, stray pussy? You must have taken care of the pussy. pussy. Sergio, I messed up. You must have taken care of the pussy. There was pussy on the street and I left it there. Pussy. How could you pussy? Steve, uh, Steve, Steve. Do you not care about the pussy the way you say? Pussy. Then I totally cock-blocked some squirrel. Pussy. <laughs> By yelling at it. Yeah. It's just trying to get um, its fucking freak on. Just trying to get its nut. And I was, I wasn't having it for some reason. A weird, like weird epiphany kicked in. And I was like, Hey, you need to, you guys need to stop with your nature stuff. This and conversation, it totally ruined its moment. What am I gonna this do? conversation is second only to when rich actually asked you guys about living in the belly of a whale. <laughs> Not really. I did ask that Those are two real stories. This one just is, that was a thought rich farted out. These are two real things that happened recently on my walk to spots. Lots of things going on in this neighborhood. Real, yes. But your interpretation of, of real life is a little yeah. askew. It's Dude, pretty funny. that cat wasn't just saying, yo, what's up? Your hair looks cool today. That cat was saying, yo, I'm lost. Help me. I have a miserable owner. Would you have understood it if it said, hey, what's up? Your hair is looking cool today. <laughs> Maybe it was saying that. I wish I would have known. Mm. But um, hey, um, that happened. Do other cats say that to you? And again, this is a, a new. Tell me, Steve. This is brought to you by what National the, Geographic, Cavino versus Nature. It's a new segment on our what show. What are the cats telling you? I'd love to know. I wish I knew. Tell me. It was telling me. I don't think you need to fucking be Ranger Rick to understand that this animal was telling was in despair. And it was telling me help. By the way, I have some I knew friends that. coming by during the show. They're going to take you somewhere. Dude, <laughs> they're gonna drive you home. I'm telling you, the cat was they was trying to was trying to communicate. Like I'm hungry or I'm lost. Like what's up? Help yeah. me out, dude. Hey, That's you know all. it's uh. I just I texted my wife. Kavino's talking to cats. What should I do? Most cats run away from me. This one was at my feet. What are you? Uh, like, yeah, it was like meow. Nice Yeezys. Meow. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. 
Gavino and Rich, best of the week. Eastern Lincoln hits us up. Okay. Not his real name, but I'm rolling with it. So I recently met my biological father, and I'm going to Arizona to the big city to meet my sister in a couple of weeks. I live on a farm and raise pigs for a living that I talk to often. I got your back, Kavino. <laughs> he didn't say that. Yeah, he does say that. No, he doesn't. Yeah. Um, so this guy raises pigs. All I usually wear is my boots and my Wranglers. What's stylish when it comes to jeans, shirts, and shoes? I want to look good, but comfortable as well. Not that I need to be some high-class douche like Rich. He says that. I'm sorry. No, he doesn't say that. I said, <laughs> not that I need to be a high-class uh, princess, but I would like to well. look good and be in style. I made a hair change, and I got my first fade, so there's one step. See? We inspire. I feel like being a 25... I just feel like being a 25-year-old young guy, and I should be a little more stylish. Thanks in advance, bro. The show's been fucking rocking lately. Man, I love it. I just know style is going to be a bit different from where I live in a small town in Utah to big city Arizona. I wouldn't even mind if you brought it up on the air and got input from Dickie and Spot as well. So you may think, okay, you know, hey, dude, go to the store and buy what's out there. But Sleaze this is really overrated. important to him. Do we understand? Here's a guy yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who works on a farm. Style is not his priority. Hard work is his priority. He doesn't have, like, going out clothes because he just works all the time. But he's a 25-year-old dude meeting his sister for the first time because he realizes, you know, he has a sister now. Is he... Oh. Uh, and he has this pressure where he thinks big city is Arizona. Know, big city, Arizona. So I got to go look to styling. Phoenix? Where is it going? That's a pretty know, big city. Say. So again, he recently met his bio- I recently met my Yuma? biological father. So this is a big moment for him. So Rich, yeah. what sort of advice would you give? And then this, this leads to your style discussion. He's 25. Yeah, I mean, is he a beef cake? Young, or is he like a... He's a farm guy. He's probably a little, little beefy in a muscular so way, it's maybe. like a... Like Ian Kennedy? Yeah, maybe. Like uh, Andy Elliott? So, here's my thought. My thought is... My thought is don't go trying to impress people. To be honest, this is not a date. If he was like, guys, I'm really struggling in the dating scene and my wardrobe and style stinks, help me out. He's going to meet family. No one judges family based on their wardrobe. No one's like, hey, you know, Uncle Hank uh, wears the weakest jeans. Like, no one thinks that. It's family. So I think he needs to, first of all, take a little pressure <laughs> off him. Take a little pressure off himself because the reality kidding? is family talks the most shit. Family talks the most the shit. The most shit. Not I, about I, that I know, stuff. I know what you're saying, but uh, if, again, Tommy, if Tommy showed up in a fedora, wouldn't all of your siblings be joking about what the I fuck feel is, like the moment the I Tommy leave, wearing my fedora family's talking shit about me. Look at that fucking. No, no. I, I think. I think. I, mean, I, like I think when it comes to today, but look at when the, it comes to family and reuniting with people, I don't think anyone's going to be judging. Uh, what's the name? Young McDonald's had a farm. Eastern Lincoln. No one. Eastern Lincoln. No one's going to. I don't think anyone's going to be judging him. However, it is so simple. It is so, so terribly simple to update your wardrobe because you don't need to go to high end stores. The, the reality is now more than ever. Old Navy. Even basic stores, even basic stores like your Targets and Coles and Walmarts, they have modern day cuts in just like cheaper, shittier material. So you're not going to have nice, uh, super great fitting, expensive clothes, but you could go to Target and buy a new pair of jeans and a, and a shirt and feel a hundred times better, I'm sure, for $30. You know, it's actually really great advice. Um, I agree with Rich wholeheartedly. Like maybe back he in the day, maybe back go... in the day, some of these discount stores That's didn't have the view. updated stuff, but now so more than ever, because of necessity to compete in the in the clothing market, stores like TJ Maxx or Ross well, Dress TJ, for Less well, or... Those stores are they, have, are... they have the update. They have the updated styles enough where you could go in there, those stores grab just, some shit off the discount rack, and you'll look good enough for your date. You'll look good enough for your meeting with your family. I think a lot of people... It's not necessarily about how expensive it is. I think it's more a matter of like, yo, is it 15 years old and out of style or is it relatively new? It's very hard for someone who doesn't know what they're doing to go to a TJ Maxx because you have to know what to look for. So I would not recommend that like a Marshalls or a TJ Maxx because 
their like designer clothes next season, but like some of it's mixed in with like shit, like brands you've never heard of. It looks okay. But I like I've always said this and you've always shit on me, but let me reiterate the point. It's about look, not about how much you're spending for something. So I never yes, shit on you for yes, that. You I, just you think, I just think that you, um, you would, when you would talk about like high performance fleeces, I'm like, let's, let's, we don't no, need to only I would always those. say like, you can get stuff that looks good from cheap stores. Like I've always said that, yeah. like, you know, there's, there's diamonds in the rough of every store, but yeah, like go, go for look. I would, I would say like targets a great place to start it because is. they, they really have long fellow line. They re- yeah. They've really beefed up their men's section um there's it's a true. lot there don't buy a fucking graphic tee there though no but you can but, buy uh, nice stylish buy, cut yeah. jeans at a reasonable price you know and they have their own random brands wranglers are for work he wears those he said it but they have like a long it's called Longfellow, which i think is you know they for fit me, it's me just nice a, they just call it fellow it's just fellow for me <laughs> they fit me nice in the package region so i like those um well, Longfellow. uh Longfellow is no, it's Goodfellow, dummy. Longfellow's oh, yes, uh, Mr. Deed's dad. <laughs> I'm sorry, I buy the Longfellows, but Longfellow yeah, Deeds. It's, it no, that's called, his name. His name called, is Longfellow Deeds. They are. It's called Goodfellow. Oh, Thank you, Goodfellow Longfellow Deeds. And um, you know, there there are websites that focus. On, our buddy, let's promote our buddy Kevin K. Diddy has a, a blog called Hair of the Blog. H A R E, Hair of the Blog, like a bunny that focuses on you could be stylish and wear something current and not break the pay bank. an arm and a leg or break the bank, you know, to do so. You could go to Target, buy the, the Longfellow or the Goodfellow, the Goodfellow brand, and and look like you bought some What's designer stuff is, for cheap. What brand What's is this? What brand What's is this? Uh, it says Goon, oh. Goon Burgers. No, this is no. uh this is actually Goonfellow. This is from Tar this is from Target and this is uh yeah, you can take Goonberger. That's funny, but this is from <laughs> I did. This Thank is, you. This is from this is from Target, I did and say that. this is like a really this is a really nice like fitted green like hoodie. Like this is For real. Like, yeah. This that's a this Target. Was probably, that's really this is nice. probably Camino. This is probably I was probably walking through Target with Sarah, and I'm like, oh, that's a nice green, and I think this was probably like 1999. Go could, buy a fucking shirt. And, that could be lucky. Yeah. That could be. I mean, I wouldn't recommend a hoodie in uh, wherever in Arizona in mid May. Or yeah, but May. you know what? You that get, could be Banana get, Republic. Uh, that could be Lucky. That could be anything. That's Target. So my advice to a guy who it, works on a farm who, where style is not his priority but wants to look nice, go to Target. Uh, the end. Yeah, get yourself a, uh, a like a decent colored pair of jeans. Nothing light, nothing too dark because it's not it's summer. So you want something like a good a good rich blue, like a nice darker, like a little slightly darker blue. Rich blue. One that fits well. Like nothing baggy, no uh, uh, cargo holes or, or hooks. Uh, well, something that fits well, but not too tight, not skinny, but a nice like straight fit that hugs your leg, but isn't like super skin tight. And then uh, like, I mean, I would say button down, but I feel like button downs are out. Uh, maybe a Henley. Dude, he's going, he's going to, he's going to dinner. Is he to going to a fancy Arizona dinner? He's going to, a fancy to meet dinner? people. Let me tell this guy something. It depends it's, on where he's going simple. to. We're, we're no, we're making it. We're making it too hard. Go to fucking Target. Go to great. Go 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 to Walmart even. But I'd say Target's a great a great answer because Cavino's right. There's like this not just Goodfellow or as you call it Longfellow. There's okay. a couple brands that are decent. Where sorry, that's the underwear brand I wear. My bad. Yeah, you wear Longfellow. Yeah, yeah. That's why I got confused. Like, give me a second. situation. I'll go in my closet and I'll put on a on, put on clothes. Right now? Yeah. Give me a situation. Okay. Meeting his sister. Meeting his sister. Where are we meeting? Probably just to Wait, get no, a no, no, Hold on. Hold on. Wait. I'm sorry. You, know, you, you go. All right, Spot. Civil War reenactment. Right. Go. Okay, right, right. <laughs> yeah, they're going to uh, the Renaissance Fair, Spot. What do you got for that? <laughs> Come out with a gesture. Spot. St- spot. Uh, star, uh, Harry Potter fan convention. All right. See what you got. Go. Yeah, he's really All overcomplicating right. the, the question. But yeah, he's yeah, meeting no, his I'm sister for you. the first time. He just wants to look presentable, but not like a lame and he doesn't want to show up like hillbilly yeah. Jim. So listen, listen, go to target. And again, I wish target would sponsor us. So clearly no target sponsor, but target will have, like I said, something like that. I'm wearing now a basic, nicely fitted, like hoodie, Agreed. a, a Henley, a t-shirt, get a solid color, a solid color, gray, black, green, blue, a solid color, Henley t-shirt or hoodie with a straight leg basic pair of jeans, ta-da, done. Yeah, that's it. That's it. There's nothing complex. And, you know, it's uh, 
it's very trickier. It's trickier now more than ever because as we all get there, older, there you go. Civil you war, civil war reenactment. When, oh, he, when he meets his, you know, what? he did it. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's got things. He's got stuff. There it is. Sweet. There he is. General, uh, General Spotwell. He was a good fellow. There he is. Spot, put a black and white filter on you and you'll be like Chester A. Arthur. Can you do that, Spot? Can you sit there, look up towards the sky and put a black and white filter on yourself? (laughs) There you go. So so presidential. Now, Rich, this leads, since it's our style segment brought to you by... I don't know. I don't want to give anyone an endorsement. Um, so, you know, we, let's talk about the, the dungaree wars of 2021 real quick. The, the basics of this article uh, out of the Washington Post that there's a war, a gene war between millennials and Gen Z. And it's obvious, Kavino, it's something that you and I preach since 2004 when we started the show. There are two things that can identify a man or a woman. Actually, no, I'm adding to this list. Penis. There's a. There's a yeah, yeah baby. baby. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, it's there's out, a few baby. things. There's a few things that can help you identify how old someone is. Shoes are one of them, but I think most importantly, haircut for women. A lot of times for women, it's makeup, eyebrows and hair. Like there's some giveaways with women on their, uh, their upkeep, right? That that'll age you one way or the other. But the number one deciding factor and the and the giveaway of how old someone is is the type of jeans and the cut of jeans they wear you could see the most handsome in shape dude and he's rocking some 1980s stonewashed jeans you're like yo what an in shape handsome dude that is 60 that looks like he's trying to be younger but he's not every generation thinks they have the problem solved with jeans specifically the jeans the previous generation wore thinking that, oh, the people before me, their jeans were too tight or too loose, too low or too high, too wide or too narrow, too dark or too light. The jeans war is on. Millennials just got the news from Gen Z, Kavino, that your jeans are bad. My specifically, jeans or our Specifically, jeans? well, you're not a millennial, so. Oh, okay. The but kids I, but have I the answer. One. I date one, so I have to appear appeal to one, though. No? So we in the 2000s joke about how we very much in our prime, in our 20s, in the 2000s, in the mid-2000s, no one rocked a nice pair of bootcut jeans harder than Steve Cavino or Rich Davis. I think that when all said and done is how we'll be remembered. When they make a mural of us one day, or yeah. they create that statue in the halls of Sirius XM, Oh, it's going to be a picture of you with a button-down shirt and boot-cut jeans from 2008. With phrase on the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. So millennials are saying, nah, we got the right look. But Gen Z, the young kids are saying, look at you losers. They're calling millennials losers, saying you and your fucking try-hard skinny jeans. And they're saying, we're cool with the tapered ankle, but they want wider jeans with tapered ankle, which is very a la 90s, where it's like a a baggy pant with a... A tight ankle. Well, you so know it just shows you cyclical. Every 20, 30 years, shit comes back. The 90s but that style, baggy jean. That baggy 90s jean, which was like our Levi's 550, right? I worked in a clothes store. It was like the 550 relaxed fit, like loose fit jean. Like that old yeah. school silver tab. That's back in a big way, and you see it. Like my daughter wants to wear essentially like 90s, 90s jeans. It look like, look like mom jeans now. Um, yeah. And, and teens and Gen Zers, that's what that's the style they're going for because that grunge look is uh, back. Doc Martens, baggy jeans, flannels, bucket hats, that shit is back. So they sexy it up though. Listen, I'll, right. yeah, I see it on oh, social they, media. It's mixed. Like, You're right. There, yeah. There's a way there's a way where good looking women uh-huh. in their twenties and even thirties make it look good. But at first you're like yeah, it's like a baggy, unflattering pair of jeans with a flannel. But a, a good-looking, sexy woman, yeah, she'll show a little belly. She'll like the pants will be rolled up a little bit. But that baggy jeans look for a woman, for sure. But I think if you talk to someone around our age, if you're roughly forty, you can't go wrong with a with a straight leg jean, like a like a slim fit straight leg. You don't want to go skinny jean because then you're a millennial who's outdated. You're not going to go Gen Z, some baggy pants with tapered ankles trying to be a 20-year-old. I think there's still something to be said about a nice, clean, 
slimmer fit straight leg for a 40 year old guy. You, you don't want to try hard. You want to, you don't want to be that guy. I used to laugh when I was like 20, 19, 20 years old. I used to laugh at the 40, 50 year old dad who was trying to wear Abercrombie because his teenage kid told him he was cool. Yeah. I was like, Hey, look at this dad. He's like 45, 50 wearing Abercrombie. Everybody, everybody has dated a girl or something, right? Who has a super cool uncle that they talk about all the time. At least this has been my experience. Every girl yeah, yeah. I dated always has their super cool uncle. And then you meet their super cool uncle at a family party and he's, he's like doing the twist in his fucking outdated jeans. You know, and it's like, that's the super cool uncle you're talking about. He's wearing yeah. jeans that, from 1982. It's a, it's here's a dead thing. giveaway. It's a dead you giveaway don't, uh, of what generation here's you the come catch. from. Here's the catch. And, and we can wrap it up with this and move on. You don't want to be try hard. But you don't want to be outdated. So outdated would be if you're a forty year old guy still wearing your boot cuts from 08. Is that a new movie? Try with hard, Bruce, Bruce Willis. Yeah, try hard. Where he try doesn't hard. know what he does. He wears skinny jeans. <laughs> you don't want to be a forty year old guy. You don't want to be a forty year old guy wearing super skinny jeans or baggy jeans like a Gen Zer. It's simple, man. Unless you are the guy. Unless you're the guy. Like there are certain friends you have that even though they're like roughly 40 still could pull off that younger guy swag. But I'm telling you right now, nothing wrong with a slim fit straight leg jean. That'll really make sense. Like what you're wearing is great. Could be no, that's fine. Anything, anything skinnier, you'd look like a, a try hard millennial, anything baggier. You'd try to look like you're hanging out with your daughter's friends. Yeah, and you know what they are? They like they, they fit, but they're more of a straight leg. They're not necessarily like ballerina pants, you know. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's, it's basic. And I don't know the brand of these. These are actually a pair that we. Oh, you know where we got those? I'll give them a shout out. They should sponsor our show, cheap motherfuckers. There was a, a place called Bombfell, which was subscription based. That sent us like a few packages when they sponsored us on SiriusXM. So you know, buy something current. There's always a compromise. I hate to give you know that answer, but it's true. Be age appropriate, and I think if you're in your 40s, yeah, you, you can't be wearing the boot cuts, guys, unless you're rocking fucking cowboy boots, you know. And and you know what, uh, Wes hit it up best with just stay in your lane mm -hmm. as far as age appropriate, but with an updated style, right? Like, agreed. You don't you don't want to you you don't want to be the guy. Honestly, you don't want to be the current version. But you know how rich people think they, people are immune to their own farts and they don't know yeah. when they stink, yeah. right? There's something weird about it. People are unable to recognize that their genes are fucking whack and they get offended by it. You have to buy new ones. You're like, yeah, I bought these three years ago. They're fine. Guess what? It's the, the obvious indicator that they're from another era. And shit yeah. changes quick. You need to and, update and, it. You don't need to dress like a like a, a Gen Z or a millennial, but you need to buy a new pair that's appropriate for you. And people are like allergic to this theory. It, they, they refuse it. Buy a new pair of jeans. You're not a carpenter. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, now so, and you're, you're not Jesus. You're, you're not uh, Karen Carpenter. You're not a carpenter. So get rid of the. Get rid of the, the boot cuts. And you know what? This don't try to wear baggy, tapered, baggy yet tapered jeans. And, and don't try to act like you're uh, dressing like your kid's friends. This is what I would Be wear. appropriate. And there's always something new. There's always something new. Like you said, Kavino, look at, go to, uh, if you want to get inspired, right? Here, here's another trick and we'll end it on this. Pick a nice store. Bloomingdale's, Kavino. Mm -hmm. as, far as, as far as nice department stores, Bloomingdale's. Like nice or like reasonable? Not like nice. Okay. Yeah, Bloomingdale's, sure. Bloomingdale's would be the great standard, right? Go to Bloomingdale's, look around. Take a look at the styles. This is something you do, just have to do like once a year. Take a look at the styles, right? And say, oh, this is really overpriced stuff. Oh, look at this brand. Look at this. Vince, look at this brand. Uh, Buffalo, look at this brand. Uh, John Varvatos, look at this brand. Uh, I like just the take cheap a look. Macy's brand, INC. I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's a little Guido-ish, but yeah, it's a nice brand. It's very Guido-ish. I try to find the cheapest stuff that looks cool. But what I'm saying is take a look at those styles to just get an idea of what's popular and then go to a, a cheaper store if, you, if you're on that budget and just remember what you saw at the high-end store. The high-end store is never going to guide you wrong. They're always with the fresh style. So do that and you're set. I'm with that's you. That's all. The end and... Um, 
I have one more thought, but again, I don't want to like be too deep on a random Wednesday. We is Spot having about... a secret fashion show behind yeah, you? Yeah, Yeah, this is great. Look, look at Spot. This is what he would wear if he was meeting his sister for the first time. He'd wear a pair of, oh, look at that, straight leg jeans with a short sleeve button down with a, t- a, a plain that's t-shirt under it. Spot, that's a, that's a nice, uh, that's a pretty basic, nice outfit right By there. By the way, look skinny you. jeans are on their way out, though, and I'm honestly like sort of done with them myself. I don't know what to do. I don't know what the next stage or phase is. So I'm going with the compromise for now until I figure it out. I'm usually one step behind. <laughs> Flex cam is on. If you're watching Patreon tier two, you can see Spot doing a fashion show. Um, if he's slim, we too, wish. Yeah. You know, I'd recommend if he's if he's in shape. Yeah. If he doesn't have a gut like I do, uh-huh. I'd recommend um, tucking in the shirt. So Eastern Lincoln, we wish you the best. Yeah, good luck, um, buddy. Good luck to the Gen Zers like, and the Millennials off to war with their jeans. <laughs> and then I have a question or just a thought that bugs me and irks me a lot lately. And please, let's not harp on it because I don't that want to fit. be the guy who brings up things that no one wants to hear Isn't about. That fit? That's a great fit. Spot. Yeah, they're, right? they're fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's slightly loose, but I think a good fit in general. You don't want like... Like yeah, super nice. tight anymore. No, you know, yeah, that's what I'm. I agree, I Spot. Might, like, a lot of my stuff is almost too fitted now, and I'm like, you know what? If you can, I don't think I like that anymore. A good tuck with a nice belt. Oh, a tuck that. is back. Look at you. Yeah. I thought that you was against. The, what about the tuck, tuck rule? See a nice. Yeah, it looks good, Spot. Yeah, like, not bad, buddy. Not bad. I agree. Hey, I agree. um, I like the short sleeve hey. button down this time of year. It's not a not a bad yeah. look. I have a few. I'm ready to bust out. Or you go for the long sleeve and you roll up the. There you go. Yeah, you do, you do a little roll if you want. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. We hope you enjoyed that highlight from our show. Now, if you want to catch our show live every day, video and audio, patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Join us on our new adventure. Patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Again, there's two tiers. One where you could just listen, one where you could listen and watch what we do, plus some extras behind the velvet rope. Either way, we hope you join and we hope you enjoy it. Appreciate you listening. We're Cavino and Rich. Tell your friends. Cavino and Rich, best of the week.